Now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for the Fashion Rewired Podcast with Brian Hill. During the Fashion Rewired Podcast, we chat with successful fashion designers and business entrepreneurs who share their powerful stories of success while providing real-time industry tips, tools, and actionable strategies to execute today with the goal of designing our listeners' brands for success. Now, here's your host, Brian Hill. Welcome to Fashion Rewired. I'm Brian Hill, your host, also a self-taught designer and executive director of Phoenix Fashion Week. I love talking to uh, successful fashion designers and entrepreneurs about when they rewire their approach, their brain, their action steps to become the success they are today. And today I have another success story, a good friend of mine, Mike Spangenberg, one of three owners of State 48, which is for sure the number one lifestyle brand in Arizona. And he grew up here. He's a Chandler guy, ASU guy, supports every sports team and works with every sports team in town. The Suns, the Cardinals, the Diamondbacks, doing big things and all about collaboration. But it all comes from a love of Arizona. Mike, I said a little bit about what you do. Fill some more blanks in. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's cool to be here. Um, definitely, you have that voice for uh, radio. <laughs> You've probably heard that before. Um, yeah, I mean, it all stems from the passion, right? I mean, I was born and raised in Arizona, Chandler specifically. Um, being from here, going to high school here, it was like I was a weird guy that, you know, rooted for our home teams. And that's, you know, the three of us are big sports guys, so that's kind of where it stemmed as well. Uh, but ultimately, we just want to be that recognized brand of Arizona. We want to show love for our state um, and promote, you know, it's, it's, it's yes, we make clothing. Yes, we make hats. Um, but it, that's second. Really, it's about being involved with our community, um, showing love, uh, being able to give back has is, is been a big part of our success. And, and again, that's just what we're, we're all about, just promoting Arizona in a, in a positive and cool way. Well, I remember when you first came to uh, Phoenix Fashion Week with that exact same story. And so when you talk about consistency, your story's been the exact same since day one, what you guys are about. And I was um, really excited and really really surprised that someone cared that much about Arizona and actually happy because at the time, Arizona wasn't looked at so great, you know? And you guys were doing something that was well before what's going on now, well before the local movement. You guys were already saying local first, and that's amazing. And to then bring you guys into Fashion Week and go, hey, we're a T-shirt brand, a lifestyle brand. Is that okay to be on a couture runway and I said 100% because we're all about brands and what you're doing was unique and I saw the real vision I think I even said one time um, if I get to work with you guys which I've been fortunate to work with you on a consulting level as well as fashion week I say it should be the iHeart New York shirt of yeah. Arizona period and you guys are setting and doing that daily yeah thank you very much and again that, that was the goal and it, like I said it hasn't changed much I mean it's it's kind of structure wise, it's, it's changed a little bit with collaborations, but, um, you know, Phoenix Fashion Week was a huge part of our success. I mean, I, when I first went to Talking Stick Resort and watched that um, fashion show like a year into our business, um, you know, I was like, wow, this is like the perfect, you know, stage for us. And it, back then and, and probably even still now, it's like, well, what's what's a T-shirt company doing on a runway? And it's like fashion's whatever you make it. And, and, and what really stood out to uh, myself and Nick, who took that meeting and learned more about Phoenix Fashion Week after I met you that night, uh, was like, you're all about, you know, you're, you're, you're about learning, teaching the business of fashion, right? And sustaining a business. And, you know, that entire room of designers that we were with probably are all much, much more talented than us, but we already had a business going and we had, we can 
sell a lot more t-shirts than than dresses and um, it's it's much more affordable and it could reach a whole new uh, re- really reach every demographic because everyone needs a t-shirt right and you never listened to anyone that said that you didn't care what people said that's yeah. the other part is um you let people uh, trying to pull you down or compare you to this or that you guys stay in your own lane and just kept it moving and now you guys are the rule that people follow how's that feel oh it's amazing it's still like you you still got to pinch yourself a lot of times and we still have a long way to go um very humble dudes but it is like pretty incredible knowing that the partnerships we've been able to develop and you know you know working with bruce arians and developing that family you know in family relationship for the last three years and you know you know texting with tori lovello from the from the diamondbacks and just all these cool people that you know are involved with this community um that are wanting to work with us i mean archie bradley we're just we're on twitter together right now uh hyping everyone up for a collaboration that we got coming up so um it's just it's been a incredible to uh see your hard work pay off for sure amazing and so also um the listeners might not know this but you were and also the other owners nick and also stick uh, we're also employees. You guys are working day jobs, yeah. right? And one of the goals you said was we want to be able to do this brand 100% quit our day jobs. That was mm-hmm. a big goal. And you were able to accomplish that, right? And I think a very short time. Was that your rewire moment? Or can you take me back to what your rewire moment was where you had to do things differently to make State 48 succeed? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely like still shocking to know that when we were, you know, when we would sit down and meet with you and all of us for the first two years, we we're all working full-time jobs because you had, I don't think people realize how expensive it is to run a business and all everything that, that comes along with it. Um, you know, Stefan was the fortunate to go, go full-time first, then Nick and then myself. So we were smart at, sta- smart at staggering it, um, to be, you know, financially, um, you know, smart, but, um, yeah, it's definitely like when you think about it, you're like, wow, like it just seemed like such a far reach to all be full time. And now we're all full time. And, you know, adding we just added a new uh, designer that's going to be working 30 hours a week because we need we need help to keep up. Um, and ultimately, you invest in in people. And then that obviously helps you, you know, create <clears throat> more revenue streams and uh, helps you keep growing your business. So um, def- I would definitely say that was that that moment where you're like, wow, like it just seems like. such a far reach and then to you know just be smart and just keep grinding and grinding and grinding and just celebrating those small wins and um again just always being smart about putting your money back into the business and um just keep grinding and finding new collaborations that's what have been a big part of our success in my opinion is is these collaborations you know the first year two years in a business we were just focused on creating cool designs for our website and then quickly realizing so many people involved in the community, whether it's a foundation or a sports team or whatever, or, you know, anything that people want to work with us. And so that just created a whole new revenue revenue stream. And then that allows us to get into different demographics and, and then people are learning about us and potentially liking us and going to our website and, and just can, you know, keep, keep turning and uh, keep adding on revenue. Right. I love it. And so when you've made the rewire to go, because a lot of people are doing their day jobs and they want to transition to make this their dream full time. What was step one for you to make that dream happen? It's a good question. Um, I, I guess I would say it back to being smart because we have three partners and everything that we're going to do is going to be equal. Um, so, you know, we, we can all jump as much as we all wanted to jump into it at once. We had to be smart about staggering. All right. So Stefan financially, we can pay Stefan to, 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 hop to to take that leap first and nick 
and then myself, I think that's a big part of our success. Cause if we were to all try to jump in at once, there's no way that would have happened. And right. then, you know, and then that just keeps the more you invest in yourself, the more it in, you know helps your company out too. Exactly. Um, so being smart about finances day one was something you guys did. What was the second action step to help you transition from full-time day job to state 48 success? Was it collaborations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, because you can only do so much. I mean, and for, and, and more importantly, like as much as we're growing, there's still a ton of people out in Arizona that have no idea who we are. Right. So, um, I kind of look at it as collaborations are basically marketing with a profit, right. You know, because minimum orders for any type of collaborations are at least a hundred shirts that hundred. I mean, that's like a cross, that's a food bank. That's a, you know, sports team. That's, um, the, the, the collaboration we did with just wishes for teachers that's exploded. Um, all those are different demographics that you're reaching They're learning about your brand and then they, okay, I want to learn more about them. And, and then they quickly realize, you know, we're all about family. We're all about, um, you know, just showing love for the state and, and being positive and, and selling clothes a second. That's awesome. So basically you're getting paid to market your brand. That's what collaboration does. And when you have the right collaborations, it can go exponentially more than you can reach. Yeah. Right? I mean, we could tie it back to when you introduced us to Jake Arians, who's Bruce Arians son, the president of the Arians family foundation. Um, you know, back then we just kind of wanted to create logos and hopefully it worked out, but that really set the foundation of, we need to create an actual partnership. And once they love the logo, then the Cardinals went 13 and three. We couldn't keep those shirts in stock. Then you're at all our partnership. They ended up adopting that our logo that we created for them as their foundation logo. They still use today to raise a ton of money for kids. Um, but our partnership is we don't want money for that. We want to be involved with all your events and everything. And so it is a legit partnership that's allowed us to get, it's given us so much credibility where now the diamondbacks, you know, we reached that partnership with the diamondbacks and, you know, ASU's, you know, talking to us and, you know, just everyone, um, you know, finds out about you quicker and they want to potentially work with you. Exactly. And when you talk about the business of fashion, um, going back to dressmakers and things like that, when you are a couture designer, people don't realize that it's still the business of fashion, but they have to figure out how they should make money and how they can make money. But people say in this one mindset and <clears throat> only doing it one way, you guys step outside the box you kept it super smart when you were finances and now you create this whole new pathway that's beyond your dreams. Right. Yeah. And like you said, you're being very humble, but you're just scratching the surface. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I think it, um, it really goes out, goes back to like, we'll be the first ones to admit when we went to Phoenix fashion, we, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Right. So it's like, you have to be open to learning. And even today, like there's certain things that come across that we're like, I don't know, but let's ask all our resources and, and find out the answer or, um, you know, you have to, there's a lot of trial and error in business too. So it's like you fail going one route, then you quickly need to adjust. And you also need to be very conscious of what your customers are telling you. If you, if the, if you all think, and that's the one challenge between us three that we have. And, and you know, for sure, I like one, one style, Nick likes one style, Stefan likes. So we might have three different likes, but it's not about us. I mean, ultimately, yes, a little bit, but if your customers are telling you they love this design and maybe we didn't like it as much, we need to keep selling that design. So listen to your customers. Don't be stubborn. Um, I think that's very important. Uh, we take uh, we take so much pride in customer service. If anything ever goes wrong, we make a mistake. We're human. We're going to make that right and turn those, you know, maybe an upset customer into a longtime customer. That's excellent. We're going to take you into the garment district a little bit later, but I want to talk about those habits of being consistent, uh, customer service, yeah. right? That Those are really important habits that people need to adopt. What do you feel was your third 
action step to get you to go full time at State 48? That's a good question. Um, I would say the third step is probably just investing, kind of investing in more um, resources because especially I'm guilty of this. Like Investing back into the company? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like I'm very guilty of like wanting to be hands-on on every single thing. Um, but you can only go so far. And if you don't, you don't have other people help, because this is not just us three. I mean, you've helped us tremendously. PR has helped us tremendously. Photographer, videographer. And what we've done an excellent job at is finding those people that are just as passionate as our brand is in us and helping us along the way where, you know, this is just an extra revenue stream for them in the meantime. And then it gives the opportunity to potentially, you know, was we want to build this thing big. So it's going to, they're going to be those first team members that are next in line for full time. Right. So, um, we can't say thank you enough for everyone who's helped us along the way because it's, it's not enough. So investing in like, when you think it's a big investment to pay, you know, pay yourself for con or consulting or our website manager or PR, like all that stuff is so necessary to grow your business. Right. So I think we're going to call it scale. Yeah, that, that was step three. You started opening the team, delegating different things, duplicating yourself. Right. And that's really important to uh, young brands to figure out. And so being smart about your money, love that collaborations and then scaling your business so you yeah. can duplicate yourself and grow. And like you said, uh, not being hands on is really important. But I think also when you're doing the collaborations and you're going to scale, you're also partnering and hiring people that have the same passion for your mm -hmm. brand. If you as a young designer or entrepreneur can't communicate what your brand really is, you may get the wrong people in. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, and, you know, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee and, and uh, I'll listen to his podcast and he says, you know, not everyone's, you know, going to hire the right people, but you better fire quickly. Right. Um, and that's not something we've had to, to deal with, but it is very, very important. I mean, I've, I've known, we've known David Curtis, our website manager since we were kids. Um, and that, and keep in mind, that's also tough to work with, you know, friends and, but it's also, you know, their work ethic, you know, their skill set, And these are people that believe in what we're doing and you need that. Cause if, if you just put an app, you know, app, you know, an ad out there that you're hiring, yes, you're going to get a lot of people interested, but is it just another job for them? For the, for our team, it's more of like we're invested and they see the big picture and that's important for us to communicate that to, to that too, to them as well. It's like, we are going to reward you and they are being compensated and, and earning that extra revenue now. But when we get to the point where we can, you know, you know, pay everyone as, as their, you know, fair, you know, I guess their skill set is um, required, then, then they're going to get that too. That's excellent. And so when you do all these action steps you did and in your action steps, you just talked about from, you know, being smart about your money, collaborating, and then um, also building scale so you can grow the team. Uh, tell us about some natural habits that came out of all those actions that you've adopted. Yeah. I mean, goal setting is always a, a big one for me. Um, I mean, I write down my goals every single year and then it's awesome. To, you know, even I have my goals personally in my bathroom so I can see them every single day. Um, and it's amazing to see, you know, things you can already check off. Right. So I think that's all. Um, I think being in the hotel industry for 15 years and, and having a successful and um, hotel and really having those great customer service skills and revenue streams. That's, um, really transitioned into my role. Now, um, I live off my calendar organization is everything because running your own business and, and having partners, you wear a lot of different hats, right? So, um, you have to stay organized and your head can be spinning and going 20 different directions, but you just have to kind of stay on the path and 
ch- daily checklist that really helps helps me uh you know be effective throughout the throughout the day any other habits that you like to share that uh, you're doing i love the goal setting for the year yeah. i love daily checklist yeah um for me like i'm all about relationships as you know like that's i think so underestimated in my opinion nowadays everyone you know wants to get rich get quick scheme but like things take time like, and you need to be like and that's what i love doing and that's kind of my role in the company is being out and about at every single potential you know community event or you know sports games you'd be you'd be surprised how many people you meet whether you, even though you think you're you know just out having fun at a game all the relationships you can create and you might only see you know these difference makers in the community once or twice or at these certain games or at the gym or whatever it might be um, but you have to have a genuine relationship it can't be always about asking for this and that but really just kind of getting to know someone and then three years down down the road it might take where it's like hey man you guys are killing it you guys are really on top of my brain now uh, we need to do something big and that prime example i can um you know quick reference is scott harkey from um he's the president of oh partners huge firm out here i see him at the gym all the time i met him through wild horse pass casino which is he, they do the marketing for and now we are a partner with I see him at the gym now and we've really developed that friendship and now he's helping us potentially land a license deal with a dot for license plates so you never know like um, who you're gonna meet and you know it's it can't just always be about business taking a time you know for me like taking time I'm always live on my phone right but just checking in with people how they're doing how their family doing like just genuine stuff where it's not you're you're always asking that comes back a long way uh, relationship building is huge. Um, you and I do a ton of relationship building all the time, uh, tossing each other different ideas and, and hey, connections, this person, yeah, connections. Yeah. It's really, really good. And never really want anything in return, but it comes back like 10 times, right? Yeah. And that's important. I think in this 2018, people on their phone so much, they don't realize that it's about that. They think that what they see on Instagram or social media or whatever happens um, like by osmosis. But in reality, a lot is happening below the waterline. A lot's happening behind the scenes for the true relationships. Yeah, and you, and you can. I mean, you obviously still have to do a ton on your phone, right? And social media has been a huge part of our success Um you know, just being engaging with all of our, our, our fans or customers, whatever you whatever you call them, um, all our, our loyal supporters, um, you know, taking that time and it's very tedious task, but you have to love it. Right. Because I personally run our social and I love responding and it might be something you already, you know, wrote about all the details on the post. And then they three people ask the same question. And but you need to take the time to answer that because it goes a long way. And I think consistent social media efforts. Um, has been a big part of our success doing that daily, especially when you're you're grinding and and we're not many people know about you and you're doing a full time job. Like if you have that daily post, people are, are it's always top of mind, right? If you're if you're once a week or it's it's easy for people to forget. Um, so I think that's been a, a huge part of our success too, is just being consistent on social media. This is gonna be tough to do, but from your daily habits, um, from your action steps you did from going from a full-time employee somewhere else to a full-time employee of State 48, your company, give me one big accomplishment that you can earmark from your transformation. Yeah, um, personally, that's helped. Um, or one, can you tie it to one big accomplishment, like we were on TV for this or that partnership? Is there one yeah. that you can take back to those habits? Yeah, again, because like, the guys were so supportive and they, and they pushed me even more too, because they knew that once I was full time, I can land more of these collaborations. I could de- develop more of these relationships. And I would say, you know, Jose Marino, 
um, is a, is a great example because he became a friend of mine through Zach. Again, everyone knows everyone, right? They connect you, um, we became friends. The next thing you know, it's like, Hey, let's do it. We want to do a, it. Actually was, I had a meeting with, uh, Jose Marino and Scott Harkey and they're like, Hey, let's do, um, a collaboration with the Fiesta Bowl. Okay. No problem. Like, that's awesome. So I ended up being, um, a shirt, a red shirt that benefits wishes for teachers foundation, which helps gives, uh, you know, grants wishes for teachers throughout the year, $5,000 a classroom. Um, we launched that in December. Um, next thing you know, all this, all the strikes and everything going on with the teachers. Now these red for ed shirts are in high demand and we can't even keep them in stock. And just this last month, just off sales, we've been able to donate $4,000 back wow. to wishes for teachers. So that could be, that's just one example. Um, did you of, ever think growing up you would give money back to teachers? Right? No, it's, it's amazing. Just even like, uh, you know, David Wright I mean, working with the Diamondbacks now, it literally is a dream come true, but it's almost, it's tough because you can't, you can't sit back and celebrate because you have to be grinding more than everyone else. And I think that's the misperception of, of being a business owner is, you know, friends will be like, Hey, we're going on vacation. Oh, I can't be gone for more than three days. That's too hard. You know? <laughs> so it's, um, people need to know like you're working nonstop. And, it, and if you don't like for me, that's not work, but um, it, it's definitely a grind, but it's amazing to see it all come together. Wow, what a great story so far. We always like to thank our sponsors for supporting Fashion Rewired. Phoenix Fashion Week at Talking Sick Resort, October 18 through 20, 2018. Phoenix Fashion Week is the leading fashion industry event in the Southwest. The organization's mission is to bridge the gap between national and international designers and premier retailers and top fashion media. Phoenix Fashion Week's ultimate goal is to garner global exposure for Arizona's fashion industry through educational fashion seminars, year-round fashion events, and charitable partnerships, Phoenix Fashion Week is gaining rapid acclaim for its community service efforts and for infusing world-class innovation into the Southwest. For more information and tickets, phoenixfashionweek.com. I'm now going to take you to the Garment District. Okay. All right? Okay, for the listeners, in the Garment District, we always like to talk about wholesale versus retail. Retail meaning you're focused on the end user. Wholesale, you're selling into to distributors stores or big box retailers where do you categorize state 48 today yeah i would say probably between 60 and 70 percent are retail um and the other and the other portion is uh collaborations wholesale um so collaborations still being wholesale because it's you know wholesale price and our retailers um but that just keeps right the collaboration wholesale part of our business keeps rising um and again that's to me you don't have the profit margins there but ultimately it turns into more people going to your website, more people learning about you, more people learning about your social media. It's, it's basically marketing with, with earning a profit in my opinion. Exactly. So, um, that's probably where we're at. I don't have the exact numbers, but probably that, you know, 60, 40, but it, it keeps creeping up to, you know, probably to be a little bit more even. Do you remember talking in the boot camp? I said, um, when you get going in general, uh, two thirds of your company should be wholesale, one third retail. And you're doing that now. Well, and the funny, and I think this is one way that we're so innovative, obviously on the demand and all what, what we were smart about listening to our customers is that there's not, excuse me, there's not a ton of retail options all the time to sell wholesale, um, especially for volume wise, right? We're very appreciative of all our, our retailers, but you know, that's, that's a nice part of our business, but we're, we're innovative on these, these collaborations are better than, you know, some whole, much better than some of these wholesale accounts because of the volume that we are requiring now because of the demand. And it's a cool way to, to brand both, 
um, both uh, companies. So that's uh, it was a, it was tough because we're like, man, there's only so many you know retailers without putting them on every single corner, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they're like they choose what they order and how much they order. So ultimately, you're kind of in you know waiting on them. Um, again, we're very grateful for all that. But the nice thing with collaborations is demand is so high. Uh, we set the bar of okay, it's it's a minimum of 100 shirts, and then it's you know at this price, and that is now our wholesale business. So I, I love you did yeah. a great job on that. Yeah. And because you guys attribute a lot of your success to social media, what is the number one social media platform that you can attribute to your success at Day 48? Yeah, Instagram for sure. Uh, 31,000 followers keeps growing. Um, it's cool. Like this year, one of my goals was to start tracking um, how many followers are. are or how long it's taking for a hundred new followers a week. And, um, it's usually kind of been on that week average, but sometimes it's even much less. Um, so it's cool to see that. And, and it's all organic, right? Like we're engaging it's real, it's uh, giveaways, like for being, you know, a, you know, somewhat small company, um, we are giving a lot back and that's gift cards. And ultimately that is a big value for everyone else, but that's coming back to our website. Um, you know, just being creative and being organic and being real, um, you know, less, you know, sponsored posts and stuff where you have to invest in and just trying to be creative. I love organic social media. Can you think about uh, your most successful social media campaign that you organically built and executed? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would say it's really been several of these last few months, even actually probably one of our best posts was just this last week. Um, so every week we do a hump day hero and that means, you know, and our shirts have really become like anyone living in Arizona that's going on a cool vacation or out of the country or in a different state, like they're or Sedona, like they're always taking these shirts to go post them because, you know, like we're very good at reposting, you know, everyone taking good photos. Um, and with the, the, the Wishes for Teachers shirts that's gone viral, um, every Wednesday there's doing those marches um, to support, you know, their cause. And but anyway, so this uh, guy is teacher. Um, he's actually a friend of Stefan and Nick's, but he had posted it. Um, he's wearing a shirt cause he's a teacher and he's wearing the, the wishes for teacher shirt and he's wearing a, <laughs> he's holding a sign that says, I can't even afford a girlfriend. And that shirt just went, it was, it was hilarious, but that post just went viral. I think it was like over like 3000 likes, wow. hundreds of comments of just like pe- people just cracking up cause he's making the best out of the situation Love that it. they deserve more money. Um, but just that sign was just so hilarious. And again, that's organic and that's because we show love to everyone wearing our stuff. Um, more and more people are posting and tagging us cause that's a big part of our marketing is using good photos that our, our customers wear. Um, that's a, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love that story. Um, since you're on social media so much, who do you follow and why you personally? Personally, uh, again, I'm a huge Gary V. I'm, a, I'm just a very positive, uh, guy. Like, I just hate excuses. Um, you know, I like following other local, you know, uh, friends, customers, you know, f- you know family, um, businesses. Like, it's all about supporting each other. It's good to see other people having wins, like Q just being in here. I uh, love what he's doing. And, you know, we've, we've been able to help him out uh, here and there. And that's what it's all about. Like, people always ask, like, oh, you have any competitors and stuff? Like, I don't see it as that. I mean, if you're doing, if you're doing a good job of what you're doing, you don't really have to worry about anyone else but i'll always remember like Hel- hello apparel um big brand out here i remember sam taking a 10 uh, minute call with me when we were first starting just to pick his brain and any anyone who knows me or or from experience that reaches out 
Um, I go to meetings all the time of not asking for anything and I'll just help someone out. Like I just met someone on the golf course at Bruce Arians golf tournament. He's struggling with his t-shirt company. I said, give me a call and I'll try to help you in any way. Like, and it's amazing. Like just the small pointers, um, that you can give people, uh, helps a ton because I think everyone expects that success in the first year or two. And it takes time. It's a grind. Um, but you have to have that niche and you gotta have that passion for sure. No, no doubt. I love that. Uh, the Gary Vee book, is it Crush It or Crushing It or both? I think it's just Crush It. Crush yeah, It. I haven't read that, but I, I just like listening to his podcast. Always okay. on the go. It's easier at the gym and stuff, but um, I haven't read that. But just like... What, what's your favorite book <clears throat> right now that you would say, I'm a young fashion designer and you should read this book to succeed? Don't Sleep on Planes. <laughs> for uh, sure. A little plug for Zachary Hall. Awesome guy. Awesome friend. Like the ultimate networker in Arizona. And for me, again, I'm not a, I'm not a huge reader, but it's such a simple book of uh, it's what I live by every day. It's like say hi. Like don't sleep on planes. The premise of it is say hi to the next person. You never know who you're going to meet. And his thing is he always has he has these amazing stories of everyone he's met on a plane that's really helped him you know, in his career or just friend, turn an amazing friendship just by like starting a conversation. I think 2018, we all live in society where we're on our phones and that's fine. Like I always joke with them because I'm, when I'm on the plane, like sometimes that's the last thing I want to do. I just want to <laughs> knock out. Right. But just in general, like say hi to the next person, have that good attitude, be positive. Something negative happens. Like, you know, think of it the opposite. I know it sounds cliche or, you know, corny, but really like what's the point of getting bent out of shape or something like you live you only live once and it really is so short and it can get taken from you so uh i i that's what i'm all about just like positive vibes and um really try not to 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 stress too much about life that's excellent really good advice for everybody especially young designers when uh, a late shipment um a failed credit card yeah they think it's the end of the world but there's so many more things uh that are more important and it's going to happen in the next minute anyway, something yeah. else. So you might as well just keep it moving, right? Yeah, and I don't sleep on the planes. People are like, well, that doesn't really, you know, relate to my life or my business. or my business. But, yes, it does. Like, everyone should be, you know, maybe if it's not you or not, but, you again, just talking to the next person or, or getting out about, putting yourself out of that comfort zone, um, going to different networking events, and you just never know who you're going to meet. And that's how it, that's, that's what the book's really about. It's a very, very easy read. Um, that's why I love that it was a one, one time, uh, on the plane and, and done. And it's actually been a top seller on Amazon. It's like probably like some 10 bucks. So it's, wow. it's, a, it's an awesome book to read. And I was able to be on Zach's, um, uh, why yeah. Arizona podcast. Yeah, killing it. Thank you for yeah. that. And uh, that was amazing. He, his energy is infectious. We're yeah. going to have him on fashion rewired, uh, for sure. Um, so when it comes to, you talk about relationships, right? But if you had to identify one business resource that you use at State 48 that gets you the most sales, what is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely turn it to turn to social media. I know that might be not might not be the sexy answer, but if you're not if you're not engaging and you're not active and you're not consistent, I think consistency is the big part of it because you'll you know have people ask you like, why why don't you think I'm doing doing well? Or and it's like you see I'm posted in a week or two weeks, and that's cool for you know personal stuff, but. It doesn't have to be over the top, but just, you know, be consistent, be on top of mind. And then if you're not putting it out there and that's tough too, because, you know, anytime like we achieve an award or, you know, for us, like, it's so weird to like put it out there. Like, Oh, it's not about look at us, look at us. But if you don't put that stuff out there and more people don't, maybe it doesn't spark uh, other ideas or we just landed this partnership with the diamondbacks or this or that. Um, it's not about gloating and, and you, there's a genuine way you can be about it, but like it just sparks other ideas and it, 
at the end of the day, people want to be surrounded by, you know, people doing good things too. So, um, that's, that's kind of, I, I would say a big part of big I part of it. it and just collaborations again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, advice for your younger self to reach your level of success today, but faster. Yeah. I, I totally wish I could start it in high school. Um, if I start with your biggest network and you didn't have to go through your career and then big, take that big sacrifice to lose money and benefits and all that. Oh my God. When I go to high school, I tell the kids all the time, if you have something, start it and go for it. Excellent. Start now. Yeah. What you said. Yeah. Um, how can listeners find you online? Yeah. Tell us how. So stay48.com all spelled out. Um, stay 48 all spelled out on all the social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Excellent. Excellent. As always, we're going to have a blueprint of Michael Spangenberg from State 48. You can download it for free at Fashion Rewired. It's going to be the synopsis of what he talked about today that you can put in your pocket and actually do the same action steps as Michael. Very, very excited to have him on board. Good friend of mine. As always, follow us at Fashion Rewired on Instagram. Thanks so much for being on this, man. Of course. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) The Phoenix Fashion Week Top 40 Model of the Year Competition. With each new year of Phoenix Fashion Week, so too begins our various competitions, including Model of the Year. Meant to support and nurture our local fashion talent, this competition has achieved not only immense growth and range, but most importantly, numerous success stories for our models have been involved. More information on Model of the Year, phoenixfashionweek.com slash models. Thank you for joining us for our weekly 30-minute podcast focused on the business of fashion. Fashion Rewired is all about the successful transformation of your mind, perspective, and daily approach to your fashion brand. Make sure you listen next week for the Fashion Rewired podcast with Brian Hill.